Hello and welcome to another episode of the Blind Shots Podcast. I'm your host David Hill and this is short game session number eight, Sanity Break Part 2, During the Trip. I'm coming to you from my hotel in Pinehurst, North Carolina. I'm halfway through my escapist uh, mini vacation for Father's Day. Uh, my day yesterday began at 4.30 in the morning, leaving Lexington, Kentucky by 1.30 in the afternoon. I was on the first tee at Mid Pines, and it was exactly what I needed. It was the course. It was exactly what I remembered. So I spent an entire afternoon absolutely engrossed just in my walk and in hitting golf shots and having fun, Um, a bit of solitude right in the middle of a pretty crowded golf course, at least to begin initially. Um, The solace of the drive down was decompressing. Uh, just putting on podcasts and casually listening, getting to see the sun come up over the Appalachian Mountains as I headed south. That was really special. Um, Mid Pines was exactly the right place to take this kind of trip to recharge because of its laid-back vibe. Um, it is, when I think of Pinehurst, when I think of the Sand Hills, it's the course I think of. Uh, it's probably the best walk in golf for my money. I mean, I went around it twice. I played 36 holes yesterday afternoon, um, 5.5 miles from the uh, white tees and a little over 6.1 from the blue tees. Both of them I was able to get around in under three hours. And uh, it wasn't a bad walk. It wasn't necessarily a hard walk. Um, You know, the... uh, it's a subtly moving golf course. I think that's one of the things I enjoy about it most. The only thing I can compare it to is the way it tumbles and pitches. Um, it reminds me a lot of Ely in Scotland uh, just because it's a Donald Ross course and it's been updated by Kyle Franz. And, uh, you know, it's a course that's subtle. There are dog legs and gentle bends. Um, you know, it's tree-lined, but it's not golf in a hallway. There are actually pretty wide, pretty generous landing areas, which make it a fun course to hit from the tee. You can try to shape the ball uh, through those playing corridors. Where the, the course really jumps up and grabs your attention is on the second shots. Because depending on where the flag is, if you are on the incorrect side of the fairway, your approach shot is infinitely more difficult. Just the placements of bunkers and the shapes of them. Uh, They look, some of them are high-walled, tall-faced. Some of them are a little flatter, but they're always strategically important to the hole. Um, And that's what makes it a fun golf course for me. I don't mind a blind shot or a semi-blind shot, and there were lots of pins that I couldn't see the bottom of yesterday because I was on the incorrect side of the fairway. It just makes it a, a bigger challenge and... When you're playing 36 holes by yourself in an afternoon, those are the sorts of things that keep you engaged. Uh, you know, the, the challenge of having to hit a shot, of having to execute something that you're a little bit uncomfortable with. Um, the, so that was, was really fun. There, I, I scribbled on my scorecard the word reveal because as I was walking down the fairways, there were several times where I just couldn't wait to see if my ball had made it onto the green. If it was, if I had met the challenge, um, 
or if there was, you know, had to run uh, a little bit laterally in the fairway just to be able to, to get the angle to, to see the pin behind one of those high-walled bunker faces. It's a really, really neat course in that respect. So, um, you know, other things of note that I thought of, uh, I saw several bunkers that reminded me of my home course in Lexington, the Gabe Brewer Jr. course at Picadome. Just the shapes of them and the, the size and scale of them relative to the greens that they were protecting. That's something that I think always makes me smile about mid-pines. It has a familiar element to it. Um, you know, very different challenge from the white course as or the white tees as opposed to the blue tees. It's not a terribly long course. You know, I think it's about 6,500 yards tipped out. Um, one interesting thing I did note is that the, the blue tees, there's not a lot of lateral difference from the white tees. They're literally usually just, um, you know, anywhere from 10 to 40 yards, kind of straight back behind the white tees. So the, the angle is the same. It's just the target is a little bit smaller because you're a little bit further away. Um, today will be a new adventure. Today we're trying out some different courses. I'm playing Highland Golf Course here shortly, and then I'll head up the road to Sanford and go see my friend, Mr. Stewart, at, at Tobacco Road. But to begin a journey and land at Mid Pines, I can't recommend it enough. Again, it's 1A of my number one American courses that I've visited. Um, it's a great walk. It's a really cool vibe. The food and the, the pub is good. What I found out, if you're going to be bold and ambitious and play 36 holes, um, you probably would do well not to sit down. So I actually just ate my little sandwich in between my rounds standing at the bar. I was afraid that if I sat down, I'd never get up again. Um, so it worked. Uh, you know, the on my second loop, going out and trying the blue tees, I didn't see, I think I saw three golfers after my sixth or seventh hole. It was incredible to be out there and have the place to myself. Uh, I guess people have things to do on Saturday nights or Friday nights in, in Pinehurst and Southern Pines, North Carolina, because the, the course was abandoned and it was just me because I was walking. They didn't care that I, I didn't have to get a cart in obviously. Um, so just to have the place to myself to have so many birds and critters scurrying about to have that magic hour of sunset. That was really special. You know, the, the day did exactly what I wanted it to do. I woke up this morning refreshed my energy level was up and good enthusiastic and and ready to go out and uh, face the day again which is really the whole point of this uh, sort of putting a, a cap in this first phase of the covid isolation and, and quarantining uh, today will be bonus you know just to be able to go out and and play golf and and see another course that is very special in tobacco road this afternoon um, you know, I, I played 36. I'd never done that before, so I feel like I've sort of checked that off the 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 list. You know, kind of. I'm, I'm of the age where I don't have a list, but uh, every time I try something new, I feel like, oh, well, that's fun. Uh, I didn't know I could do that. I wanted to know if I could do that. Uh, so I don't necessarily recommend it, but if you're going to do it, do it someplace fun and someplace relatively flat, like Mid Pines. So thanks for following along with the journey. Thanks for stopping by this other uh, mini episode, short game session of the Blind Shots podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you're enjoying following along. If you didn't like it, 
Sorry, nothing I can do about it now, but I will try to do it better and smarter the next time, I promise. As always, you can reach out to me on Twitter at OneBeardedGolfer. That's the number one bearded golfer. You can interact with the show on Twitter at BlindShotsPod. The Blind Shots podcast also has an Instagram feed. I've got some shots from Mid Pines up, so do check that out. Either way, uh, if you're getting out onto the golf course on this Father's Day weekend, I hope you enjoy it. hope you have fun and are with people that you love and that love you. Uh, If not, you can always hope to get out soon. Until next time, please be safe and smart. Happy Father's Day weekend to all the dads out there. If you do get out to the golf course, do decide to go for it and take dead aim. I don't get out much, Dave. I don't get out much. 